Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emanil. How are we all doing? Oh my god, I am recovering from a UTI that I got on Sunday. It was hellish. You know what? You actually forget how bad UTIs are until you get one again. Like, it's been so long since I've had one to the point that I actually forgot they were even painful. You know what I mean? Like, I knew you were kind of back and forth to the toilet constantly, but I forgot the pain of it. And it keeps you up at night. And the thing is, right, you have to literally, well, obviously you can get antibiotics for it, but um, I actually accidentally, so like, I, you know, when you're trying to get through to your doctors from nine o'clock, but everyone else is ringing at the same time. So you just can't get through to them. Like, it's just a busy line constantly. And you just ring every two seconds and the same thing happens over and over again until maybe like 45 minutes later and you finally get through to someone. And I explained to her and was like, I need an antibiotic right now. And she was like, you need to come in and do a urine sample. And I was like, okay, fine. She was like, when can you make it in for? And it was about 10 to 10 at this point, right? 9.50. She goes, can you make it in before 10.45 and we could get the antibiotics to you within the day? And I was like, yeah, fine. So hung up, looked at the time. I was like, I've got about half an hour plus until I need to leave. I've got time for a little nap because I was shattered from not getting any sleep the night before being up with the pain of it. Of course, didn't I just sleep right through until 12 o'clock? So that went out the window. So then I was like, right, second option is to just drown myself in water here and get like the stuff you can get from Tesco's or the pharmacy or whatever and get rid of it that way. So that's what I've been doing. And when you do it that way, don't get me wrong, like Obviously, if you had a really, really bad UTI, you have to get an antibiotic. Like, there's no flushing that out yourself. Especially ones that can then get really bad and, like, go up into your... Is it your kidneys it goes up into? I have a few friends that's happened to. Like, that is fucking horrendous. Luckily, that's never happened to me. It usually has been something I've been able to flush out myself. But the issue with that is that you have to consume so, so much water to the point that you're literally... Well, I guess you're going back and forth to the toilet as much as you would be if you were going back and forth in pain, if you know what I mean. But at least it's not in a pain way. It's because you actually need to pee because you're drinking that much water. So yeah, it's been an interesting few days. (laughs) Well, basically, so I got it on Sunday night, got about three hours sleep being up from it, then spent the whole day Monday feeling sorry for myself on the sofa. Finally ventured out on... Tuesday to do things but like was so conscious of the fact that I still needed to be drinking enough liquid to flush it out of me but I needed to then have access to a toilet constantly if I was gonna do that but like I was out doing things like going to Ikea and doing a shop in Tesco and like all these things there were some close calls yeah there was definitely some close calls (laughs) and it's one of those things you really have to keep on top of like you don't just drown yourself in water for a day and then it's fine. You have to consistently do that for a week. If you catch yourself like not drinking for three hours or drinking too much coffee 
or like forgetting to drink enough before you go to bed, you can bet it's going to come back with vengeance. And the thing is as well, at nighttime, it's the same thing with like during the day, like if you you either get woken up from the pain of it or you get woken up because you're drinking too much water and you have to go to the toilet like five times in the night. So yeah, that's what's been happening with me this week. So fun. Such a fun week. Love that for me. (laughs) It's just kind of meant that my sleeping's been a bit fucked to be honest because you know what it's like when you're just like tossing and turning like that in pain. I've had to just like sit there and watch YouTube videos or listen to podcasts like blaring in my ears to distract me to go to sleep. Which has meant going to sleep way later, waking up way later. Oh my god, like will this morning routine ever be re-established? Because right now it doesn't feel like it ever will be. I went to the gym for the first time this morning in over a week. In like a week and a half. Which is mental for me because I'm so... Even when I'm like not in the mood to work out and I'm like not on my gym buzz. I still like going to the gym to literally just do like... A half an hour workout just for the the mental health benefits of it so the fact that I haven't been in a week and a half is absolutely wild to me but I went this morning and I didn't go too hard on myself I just did some uphill walking did some on the Stairmaster did some abs and I felt good for it but like I genuinely have just not been in the place to be able to go to be able to work out at all over the last few days or well over the last week and um I also haven't been going to yoga but I've booked Pilates for tomorrow morning and I've booked yoga for the weekend so I'm gonna get back into that because I need like I really really need something that switches me off because my brain is in overdrive at the minute I just feel like I'm constantly overwhelmed which is pretty normal for me to be fair like I just don't do with the kind of everyday normal level of stress like not that I get really stressed out, but do you know just kind of like the baseline level of stress that everyone faces on a daily basis of just like having to get your shit done? That really overwhelms me constantly, right? And I was talking to my friend about this the other day because I've come to the conclusion that she would be quite similar to me. This is why I was speaking to her about it. I've come to the conclusion that how chronically overwhelmed I am actually does not even correlate to how busy I am because I was thinking about it and I was like realistically compare this day or this week or whatever your life at the minute my life at the minute sorry to let's say my final term of uni when I was doing the podcast doing all my uni work doing YouTube doing do you know what I mean doing everything else but also full-time doing uni I'm evidently doing a lot more in that day, but I feel as overwhelmed now as I did then. So I don't think it's anything to do with actually how much is on my plate. It's more a mental thing. I also think this maybe comes a little bit from being self-employed because I think there's a difference in your brain, right? Compared to you going to work and just like the only thing in your diary is just work nine to five and then other things outside of that, like say you know your class in the night or gym in the night or meeting a friend or you know whatever it's like the the big chunk in the day is one thing even though it's not just one thing even though when you do go into work it's made up of lots of little things within that and like your work diary will look very different but when you look at your like life diary it's one thing it's going to work from nine to five whereas because I never see the simplicity of like 
just go to work <laughs> from nine to five. It's always made up of a hundred different little things. I think that is what makes me feel constantly overwhelmed. You know, there could be a little bit of a sprinkling of ADHD thrown in there, but I also don't want to say that because I know everyone these days is like so quick to diagnose themselves with that. And I don't want to be another one of those people being like, oh my God, I definitely have ADHD when there are so many people that genuinely do. And yeah, I don't want to like undermine it, but there's definitely something. <laughs> or definitely a sprinkling of something. This is why I'd actually love to have like a, what what would you call that? Like a full, not a vetting. I don't know. I want to talk to a a psychologist. Who would it be that you would talk to that would like tell you what you've got going on in your brain? Because I know there's something and I don't really care to get medicated or anything for it, for whatever the thing is. But it would maybe be nice for peace of mind to know what it is. I go back and forth between what I think it is literally every single day. Sometimes because of the whole skin picking and lip biting and all that kind of stuff, I think it's like OCD. And also because sometimes I get intrusive thoughts. But then other times I think it's maybe that I'm a little bit on the spectrum. But then, I don't know, I feel like the spectrum is called the spectrum for a reason because it is a spectrum. So like maybe everyone's just somewhere on the spectrum. Do you know what I mean? So maybe I shouldn't deep that. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just literally spilling the inner workings of my brain right now. I don't think I've ever verbalized any of this on the podcast. Uh, mostly because I don't want it to be offensive to anyone that actually legitimately does have these things and I don't want it to sound like I'm undermining these things because I'm literally not at all but every day I do genuinely question what the fuck's going on in there Emma like what is wrong with me why am I chronically overwhelmed even if I'm not even busy like in my head I still get overwhelmed by like little things if that makes sense like let's say I have a day that doesn't have that much going on but in my head I'm like oh my god I have to reply to all my emails I have to reply to all my dms I have to uh, put a wash on I have to cook dinner for myself like really normal things really small normal things that everyone is able to just do and I just like get overwhelmed by them like I still do them I I guess I let the stress drive me to get the things done but yeah I don't know maybe this is actually just normal and I'm just deeping it too much I'm just like being one of those people that actualizes their feelings too much and looks into everything as opposed to just being like well that's just life but maybe there is something who knows will I ever find out I don't know I bought myself a Christmas tree this week I ended up just getting a fake one I don't know what's better to do to get a fake one or a real one but I happened to be in Ikea getting some other things for the house and their fake ones were on sale for like half price so I got a little like six foot fake one it's quite skinny like it's not massive it's quite cute I feel like it'll do me every year if I end up wanting to have two trees in the future like I can get a real one maybe for another room but I figured this would do me for this year and then I went and got some ribbon. I'm actually going to set it up tonight and I'm going to do little bows. I know it's so just like an on-trend thing for this year and it's probably going to be really chuggy by next year, all the ribbons, but or all the bows, sorry, but I don't care. It's cute and it saves me from buying baubles because this is the thing, right? I don't want to go out and buy a set of baubles. Like, 
if that's what you like to do and you like all your baubles to be matching, you do you. That's fine. No one's telling you to do otherwise. But I quite like the idea of it being like a sentimental thing with your baubles, you know, having picked up this one from St. George's Market and having got this one from the Christmas Market and someone gave you this one as a gift. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like it would be a really nice thing for your Christmas tree baubles to tell a bit of a story, to have some sentiment behind them. So for that reason, I'm not going out and buying a set of baubles. So I figured the ribbons or the bows, sorry, will do for this year. Oh, last time I spoke to you was the day before I was going to Dublin, wasn't it? So I had the most stunning day in Dublin. I actually loved it so much. And now I can't wait to go back and do a weekend there. It's just such a nicer city than Belfast. There's so much to it. Like it's a lot more um it's a lot more nice looking. Like it's a lot more I was gonna say quaint, but I feel like quaint kind of means small and Dublin's obviously a lot bigger than Belfast. So when I say quaint, I don't mean quaint in that sense but I mean more you know with the the lovely cobbled streets and like the nice buildings and the maybe it was also because of all the Christmas lights and everything but I just honestly thought it was the loveliest place ever everything's walking distance as well so even though it's like a big city in comparison to Belfast it's nowhere near as big as London you don't need to be getting transport around here there and everywhere everything's pretty walkable really good shopping like unreal vintage shopping they have lots of like nice kind of curated concept vintage stores you know where literally every piece in them is nice like those nice London ones yeah they had lots of those which we do not have here I did get some things from the vintage shops but I actually need to go and get them altered story of my life I need to get everything I buy ever altered because I'm too short for it all so I'm gonna bring that to the tailor tomorrow but I'm thinking that's going to be really last minute to get it done in time for Christmas. I don't know. I'm going to call into him on my way home from Pilates tomorrow and see if he will be able to get it done for Christmas because I would love some of the things before then. And if not, I may have to cheat on my tailor and go to someone else. But I imagine all tailors are busy at this time of year. Oh my God, last week I went to my big spiel about moving my cat in with me. And she has settled so much within the last week. Like I know when I was speaking to you last week, she had already like settled a lot from the first two days. But now it's like, this is fully her home now. And she loves it here. And I love that for her. And she's been going outside, which lots of people said not to let them outside for the first couple of weeks and just like use a litter tray until they familiarize themselves with the space, make sure they know that that's home and that's where they're coming back to and not trying to find their old place and all that. So I did get the litter tray and everything, but I've been letting her out because it just felt a little bit cruel, to be honest. Like she would try and come out when I was going out to get stuff in the garage or if I was going outside, she was always like poking her head out and being really nosy. So I was like, do you know what, Tigger? You just, you go outside. I'll let you go outside. And I would, at the start, I would just stand at the door and call her name kind of every, I don't know, 10 to 30 seconds just to make sure she didn't go too far and it started off with just being like little two to five minute outdoor things with me standing at the door the whole time and now it's turned into like 
half an hour ones of where I'll let her out, like sit down, and eat my breakfast, drink my coffee, scroll through TikTok, and then half an hour later she comes back to the door and I let her in. So that's really good because that's happened very quickly and I was not expecting that to happen within that short of a time frame. I was thinking it'd be a good month before I'd be able to properly let her out and close the door like that. Anyway, what I put something up on TikTok. Oh, I put up this TikTok the other day and it was things my boyfriend have done that has altered my brain chemistry and it was all it was just like pictures like one of those little carousel picture posts of uh different cute things that he's done and one of the things was pictures of bunches of flowers that he's bought me and someone commented on them and was like as lovely as all the bunches of flowers are some of them definitely aren't cat safe and I know you have a cat so just double check on all of them and I thought okay actually you know what fair enough because before in my family home, yes, we would have lilies and things that would be up on the table, but they would be up on high surfaces that Tigger would never be on. And um, mind you, even if they get like their pol- the pollen on their fur, it's really toxic to them, which I actually didn't know. I thought it was more if they were like ingesting it, like by, you know, jumping up on it and actually fully eating it as opposed to just like a tiny bit of the pollen getting on them. Anyway, there actually wouldn't really be pollen falling, I guess, when it's like on such a big high surface like that. But you're never to know as well, like these things can happen. Anyway, the flowers I do keep, I keep in vases in my kitchen and Tigger doesn't get into my kitchen. She either stays in like the living room, dining room area or she comes up to my bedroom when I go to my bedroom at night. So she literally does not come into the kitchen and there's no way of, it's not like one of those ones where she could be getting into the kitchen when I'm gone or anything. The doors are weighted and they're locked. She can't, or not locked, sorry. They're closed and they're weighted. There's no way she can open them from the inside of the living room dining area. So she only gets out when I let her out and bring her up to my bed or like let her outside. So I don't need to worry about the ones in the vases that are in the kitchen. But I was like, I will actually take this opportunity to check now all the plants that I keep in the living room because I had like a big plant on the floor. I had like a couple on the shelves and stuff. I was like, you know what, just for peace of mind, let me check all of these. And one was like really highly toxic to cats. It scared the shit out of me because it would be one that she'd be like playing with and stuff, like getting up on her back legs, playing with and jumping up at the leaves and things. And I nearly had a heart attack when I looked it up. So I've moved that plant now to the upstairs bathroom and I'll just replace it with something that is cat friendly but yeah just a heads up to any cat owners to make sure that all of your plants are cat friendly and dog friendly I guess there's probably some that are toxic to dogs too and I also know that for example like if you use like the diffusers you know where that you put essential oils in and stuff some of them some of those scents those essential oils also aren't pet friendly so make sure you check that out because I wouldn't have thought so much about shit like that before in my family home because I just kind of would have thought Tigger would never really be exposed fully to that. But now that it's like my house and I'm looking after her and I'm her caregiver, you know, I need to be on it with stuff like that. Okay, my pit and peak of this week. Peak, probably just the whole day in Dublin. That was such a nice day. And then we came back and because our bus got into Belfast at like 11, half 11, And obviously we'd had a few drinks in Dublin. Now we didn't drink anything on the bus because 
I was so scared that I would need to pee and be stuck on a bus that had didn't or sorry that didn't have a toilet so didn't drink anything on the bus but then got into Belfast and was like come on we'll go for one drink ended up going for several drinks my friends came and met us and then we came back to mine and stuff so yeah ended up being a bit of an unexpected late one but it was a really fun day. Also, I went to the Asian supermarket today and that was definitely another peak of the week for me because I'm just obsessed with it in there and I love getting like new things to try every time. This time I got like vegan fish sauce. I got vegan green curry paste. What else did I get that was new and fun? Dumpling pastries to make gyozas with. And then just like all the usuals that I normally get like crispy chili oil, different noodles, rice paper for making Vietnamese summer rolls I just have an absolute ball in there like I go in and I spend like genuinely an hour or two just kind of because I'm really just fascinated by everything because you don't see it all in normal supermarkets so I really like look at every single label and like find out what everything is pit of the week the UTI obviously horrific wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy there's nothing like crying to yourself, feeling sorry for yourself in those situations and then taking a photo and putting it on your close friends. <laughs> and my recommendation for this week is Kin. It's a series that is on, it's on BBC iPlayer and it's on RTE Player if you are from Northern Ireland or the Republic of Ireland. Unfortunately, only season one is out on BBC iPlayer. I started it on iPlayer and then we looked it up like we we I think we were looking up the characters like the actors and stuff and then we're like oh shit there's a season two went on iPlayer wasn't there typed in where can you watch it it's on RTE player if you're from elsewhere in the UK or outside of the UK you can't watch RTE player unfortunately for you sorry so you may hope that season two comes on to BBC iPlayer because it is so good I am fully hooked I've watched a full season plus two episodes of season two within the space of a week I honestly love it so much it's about drug gangs in Dublin the actors are insane it's also like I'm well I'm a sucker for a good BBC iPlayer drama like that is my shit that is those kind of like one off or like two season crime dramas on iPlayer are my go-to that I will always know that I will enjoy one of those series and I like that you're only committing to watching one or two seasons and secondly it's the first Irish thing I've watched in a while where there hasn't been some oh that's a lie actually I was gonna say where there hasn't been some dodgy accents I've seen a lot of good Irish things over the last few years that have not included any dodgy accents to be fair I feel like people have been good with that recently anyway I think like the majority if not all of the actors are actually Irish which makes such a difference because I hate when you watch something Irish and there's just like that one American doing the horrific Irish accent (laughs) and every word they say literally grinds on you. The best way I can describe Kin is that it's like an Irish top boy so if you like top boy or you like that kind of like crime gang drama type of series but Irish you'll love it. Right, let's finally get into this week's podcast topic. I'm going to be telling you my therapy dupes because I haven't been in therapy for a while now. It's one of those things I've been meaning to get back into for so long. So I'm pretty reliant on my therapy dupes. 
I also got you guys to send me in your therapy dupes, so I will be reading those out too and taking note of them. This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like recently my emotions have just been all over the place, like completely haywire. And I know in myself it's because I'm bottling things up, I'm letting things stress me out and I'm spiralling about them, I'm not talking about it, I'm just sitting there overthinking them, letting them stress me out even more and as a result I'm irritable, I'm getting angry at things I shouldn't really be getting angry at, I'm not able to be present and be in the moment because all I'm thinking is how stressed out I am about certain things. I know I'm not alone in this, I know this is something that so many of us face, we feel like We don't want to talk to our friends and family members about things that are stressing us out because they might seem small or insignificant in comparison to other things. Or we might just not even know how to go about initiating that conversation or opening up in that way to certain people and just getting the words out. And that's why therapy can be such an amazing safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down and causing you to feel like this. I have benefited from therapy so much in the past and one of the main things I think therapy brought to my life was just an immediate safe space where I knew it was time for me to talk. It was time for me to open up and talk about my stressors. I didn't have to have this like awkward kind of chat where I was like, hey, I want to talk about this or like not really knowing how to go about that with a friend or a family member. It just is that safe space for you to open up about these things straight away and there's no faffing around. And I think dedicating that time each week and allowing that space for you to open up in that way is literally the most beneficial thing for your mental health because just getting it out there takes away half of the stress straight away. And then not only that, but you talk it through, you rationalize it, you learn, you know, different better ways you can cope with these stressors. Also how to develop healthy boundaries and healthy routines and things that are gonna be preventative for these stressors in the first place. Therapy honestly just empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And I mean, who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and completely suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. With over 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. My listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash crack. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash crack, C-R-A-I-C. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, first up, watching a movie or listening to a podcast that actually makes you laugh out loud. There's something about, obviously, laughter with your friends is so nice and you know, laughter with your friends and family is also the best. But something about like walking down the street with your headphones in and actually like laughing out loud in public or in the gym or I don't know if you're even just on your own in your bedroom or whatever. It's so cathartic. There's two podcasts that always make me laugh out loud. That is My Therapist Ghosted Me and Closet Confessions. And sometimes recently actually Giggly Squad has also been making me laugh out loud. Oh, being hooked on a book and then finishing it and it being like a really good ending. And you know that feeling when you just close the book and you're like, oh. (laughs) 
after having like binge read it for the last two days, singing in the car, there is nothing quite so healing as blasting the tunes, singing your heart out, driving down the motorway. I'm sorry, that feeling is just unmatched. You know, like when you just get that perfect playlist to sing along to. I genuinely think this has got me through every hard time in my life ever, is my time singing in the car. If you don't drive, then maybe in the shower. Or sometimes I even sing out loud when... (laughs) This is so embarrassing. Sometimes I even sing out loud when I'm just like in a park if I can see no one else is there. But then sometimes I'll turn around and someone has just appeared on nowhere and I've been like singing out loud and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I hope they didn't hear me. Okay, another one. A really long, hot shower. You know, like one of those showers where you're under no time constraints. Like obviously you're kind of daily shower that you just get every day you're kind of wanting to just get in and out to be ready for the day or to get your breakfast or maybe because you need to go to work, do you know what I mean? But I'm talking like a nice long shower on a Saturday when you can listen to a podcast or play a really good playlist, do your everything shower, like do your shampoo, do your conditioner, moisturize your whole body, exfoliate your whole body, shave, maybe even sit down for a while. Oh, that feeling then when you get out and you just feel so squeaky clean and you put on your nice moisturizer and then you put on your clean dressing gown. Oh yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. (laughs) Cold water swimming. Now, I haven't plucked up the courage to do this in a long time. I really fell out of the habit of this and I'm quite annoyed at myself for it because when I was in the habit of it, I was doing it maybe twice a week and it was the most therapy dupe therapy dupe (laughs) to ever exist and anyone who cold water swims will tell you that like everyone who does it swears by it they end up becoming like cold water swimming junkies and I completely understand why because the kind of high you get after it and not only just like while doing it and then immediately after it but also literally throughout the whole day is insane and I really because of that need to get back into it and I was actually maybe thinking of getting one of those ones outside in my garden but I don't know if that would be stupid like would I not use it that often I don't know I think it would be good I'm gonna look into that as long as there's not a huge amount of maintenance but I can't imagine there is it's literally just like a barrel filled with cold water isn't it Anyway, yeah, 10 out of 10, couldn't recommend more cold water swimming. It's sensational. And once you start it, you will honestly get hooked. But it is one of those things that's like, once you're out of the way of it, it's really, really hard to muster up the courage to do it again, especially on your own. I find it a lot easier to go with either another person or even better groups of people. I love doing it with groups of people because you all just kind of like scream and run and get in there together. I must actually organize another one of my cold water swims again because I was doing that kind of in the lead up to summer and then I I ended up just going on holiday and kind of forgetting about it when I came back oh one of my absolute fave therapy dupes is going to a bookshop and not even with the intention of coming out with a new book I mean most of the time I will but something about just spending an hour in a bookshop reading the blurbs smelling that new book smell looking at the covers searching through the new releases, being reminded of like how many books are out there and 
how much it then motivates you to read. Wow, the bookstore is just such a nice experience. When I was going through my breakup, actually, I used to, as a therapy dupe, take myself to a bookshop and just walk around it. It was obviously doing something for me. And I guess there's a bit of retail therapy thrown in there as well. So yeah, combination of the two was apparently sorting me out. Next one is making lists on your phone. I am fully, fully addicted to this. And something about, you know, when you feel really overwhelmed and like there's a lot going on in your brain and then you take to your phone notes and you sort your life out. (laughs) That's what it feels like. You sort your life out, you write all your lists, all your things you need to do, things you need to buy, things you need to, I don't know, timings of things for the next day. You know what I mean? Like you just curate all these different lists and it just feels like you've got your shit together after that. You sleep well at night after having made some lists on your phone. As ridiculous as that may sound. Organizing your space, whether that be your wardrobe, your bedroom, your spice rack, your cupboards, your books, your makeup. Just organization of anything clears the mind to a whole other level. I can be such a cluttered person because I'm such a hoarder. Like I'm a clean person. My space is always very clean, but it can also often be quite like cluttered chaos too. But not not like really bad to the point that I'm not the type of person that would, you know, you wouldn't be able to see the floor of the room or anything like that. It's not to that extent at all, but I'll have like piles of things everywhere, like on top of every surface and in every corner. And, you know, my desk is a bit of a mess and it is organized chaos. Like I know what is where, but it's just my fault because I'm a hoarder and I can't let go of anything. So there's too much stuff for that space. So as a result, there just ends up being chaos everywhere. And yeah, just sorting that out, reducing the clutter, getting rid of things, organizing things, color coding things, doing clear outs of your wardrobe. Oh my God, does that hit different? Also, I did a huge clear out recently and got my brother's girlfriend to put it all on Depop because literally the thought of doing that job was overwhelming me too much. And I was like, please, Beth, can you do it? And I'll pay you to do it. So she did it and I got rid of so much, right? And now I have so much to get rid of again because Now I'm just thinking, I've moved out. Surely if I don't want the clothes in this house, that is a sign for you to get rid of them. Like that in itself, the fact that you don't want them enough to bring them to your new place is enough to tell you that you should get rid of them and you should sell them. So I'm going to have a more brutal clear out when I next, well, not when I next go home, sorry. I'm going to do it in the new year when things have calmed down after Christmas. A sun holiday. Wow. Nothing like a sun holiday to boost the serotonin. Am I right? You come back not only glowing and tanned, but just feeling revived. It's like you get a new lease of life every time you're exposed to the sun for any time longer than a weekend. Buying new makeup or skincare. I actually don't buy new makeup that often just because I have so much of it from being a makeup artist and also with PR and everything. So on the rare occasion, I actually go out myself and buy new makeup that I've wanted for a while. 
the excitement of that arriving, of unboxing it, of using it the next time you do your makeup, of it becoming part of your like everyday makeup bag, it's unmatched. And also something about finding new skincare that works for you and like setting it up in your bathroom, incorporating it into your everyday like skincare routine, whether that be morning or night. Wow. Doing a face mask. I no joke do like one or two face masks a week. I just have to. It is a form of therapy and I refuse to be told otherwise. Cooking an elaborate meal. You know, say something you've had on your mind for ages that you've been craving, like a nice ramen or maybe you and your friend or you and your boyfriend or girlfriend were like sending each other TikTok recipes and you were like, oh my God, we should make that this weekend. And like really dedicating the time to it, like going to the supermarket, getting the ingredients, or let's say you're following like a a recipe from a cookbook or something. Yeah, like going to the supermarket, getting all the ingredients, then coming home, making it a whole thing, like making a night of it, cooking it together, sitting down, like lighting a candle, eating the meal together, like soaking up that hard work you put into that meal and then having to be horizontal after because you ate too much and now you feel fucked. (laughs) That is my ideal Friday night. Okay, next therapy dupe. Do you know when an animal is really is being really needy specifically towards you that feeling of that animal just really wanting you and like needing you to pet them wanting your attention oh my god I love it so much and it's so nice and calming just sitting there stroking them knowing that like they're getting the attention they want and you're getting like the attention you want from them it's such a nice feeling oh this is a good one finding like your new trainer or your new shoe do you know what I mean because I'm so I'm not fussy yeah well I guess fussy is the right word I feel like only certain types of shoes I feel like everyone's like this where you're quite particular about you know the kinds of shoes you like and the colors and maybe the brands or maybe you only wear chunky ones or Do you know what I mean? I feel like everyone has their kind of set styles of shoes that they wear. And see when you find like your new trainer, like your new everyday trainer that's going to go with every outfit. I love that feeling. Like just knowing that's you now, you're going to wear that into the ground for the next year at least. Oh, you know what hits different? A Snapchat rant to a friend or like a voice note rant. But I think Snapchat's actually better because it's visual. But a voice note rant also hits pretty well. And then just like sending it and just being done with that and moving on with your day and not having that rage built up in you anymore. (laughs) It's mad how that happens. Buying new underwear or pajamas. It's not often I buy new underwear, to be honest. But when I do, I go hard and I'll do like a big haul. And that feeling of having all your nice new matching sets and like no one else can see it but you, but you just feel like you've got your shit together. Like honestly, nothing makes you feel like you have your shit together more than when you have a matching set on. (gasps) Oh, and if it matches your clothes, even better. And then pajamas, like see getting yourself a really nice new fresh pair of pajamas, especially like those nice um, kind of silky ones. They are stunning. Like the no emotions ones, if anyone knows what I'm talking about. Probably a bit niche, but they're gorge. A winter sun walk wrapped up in all your layers with a coffee in hand. 
You know those crisp days? That's the best way of describing them. Those really cold, crisp days, but the sun is out, the sky is blue, there's not a cloud in sight, the lighting is so beautiful, the trees everywhere look so beautiful. You're wrapped up so you're not cold. You're maybe your wee nose and your ears and maybe your fingertips are a little bit cold, but everywhere else is completely fine because you're all wrapped up in your layers with your big puffer coat and you're on a gorgeous, gorgeous walk, maybe on your own or maybe with someone else with a little coffee in hand, preferably from your favourite coffee place. For me, Cafe O for sure. I think that is genuinely the nicest like walking experience ever. And I love a good walk, but that walk is top tier. A painting night is a bit of a therapy dupe for me. Now, I haven't done it in a long time, but I did recently go to Hobbycraft and get some canvas paper so I could do this sometime soon. I'm thinking in January. I'm thinking January is going to be a nice time to have little nights like that because I'm going to do dry January. I'm going to make sure my weekends are filled with lots of wholesome things that I've been kind of meaning to do for a while. And painting is up there on my list. Oh, this next one, like, couldn't be more true. A morning routine that goes to plan. That just goes so smoothly. Like, I do my little daily planner out on digitally on my Notion, right? I mean, lots of people just do this on their, kind of, on their written planner. Or some people just, like, do it in their notes or whatever. But I do this out on my digital Notion thing, right? And see when you just hit it, you hit every thing like you get up at the time you're supposed to get up at you make it to the gym for the time you're supposed to go to you leave the gym at the time you're supposed to then on the way back you stop at the place you're supposed to and then you get your shower and then you get ready and then you do all the bits you needed to do and you do your working day and it just all runs so smoothly and it just makes you feel like that bitch And it makes you feel like you're on top of everything. Whereas I feel like when you start off your day and you're already like a bit behind or something didn't go to plan in your morning routine and you're always playing catch up, it stresses you out for the rest of the day. Oh my God, next therapy dupe, ice rollers. Like, you know, those ice rollers for your face and you can get the ones that are literally that look like ice lollies, like popstick kind of things. Or you can get the ones that are actually like rolling things that you just put in the freezer Either one, just like that cooling effect on your face, especially if you're hungover. See, if you're hungover and you wake up like me with a puffy face and all inflamed, sitting down and ice rolling your face is a feeling like no other. I left my ice roller in Leeds and I've been meaning to repurchase one ever since. So that has reminded me to go buy one. (laughs) My next one, this is so rogue watching like binge watching max beleg day on tiktok (laughs) i find the boy so funny i've got a couple of other people actually that would have the same effect on me where i can just like go onto their profile and scroll through their videos and just honestly spend an hour just laughing so one of them is max beleg day one of them is that guy isaac you know the one and he's like (laughs) wait let me find him because otherwise i'll misquote him and it won't be funny I'm going to play one of his videos for you here so you know exactly who I'm talking about. I am so slay, but I also hate myself. I hate myself a little bit, but I am slay. I'm slay and I'm sexy, but I do have crippling depression. I am so slay, but I also hate myself. (laughs) I love him so much. And then the other person is Maddie Grace Jepsen. I feel like everyone 
listening to this will know who that is. She is so funny. So yeah, that's my therapy dupes. I'm gonna get yours up now and read some of them out. Okay, we've got absolutely loads here. Thank you for sending them in. Uh, <laughs> sorry, my friend has just said something really funny. Cooking, reading, sucking kiak, exercise, cuddling my dog. <laughs> okay. Um, spunking, like 200 to 300 quid on laundry anytime I'm sad. 1001 essays to change the way you think book. I forgot I was in the middle of reading that book. I need to get back onto that. It was really good, actually. My essential oils diffuser. A fruity tea. My cats. Karaoke. I'd put on a lyric video whenever I was feeling lonely. It works wonders. My dad is a big karaoke fan. I'll walk into the house, right? There'll be no one in the house but my dad. I'll walk in. He's lying on the sofa with the karaoke version of a song playing on the TV, singing along to it on the sofa. I'm like, "Mm, you need help. (laughs) No, I'm joking. That's his therapy dupe. Glass of wine, cigarette, and Lana Del Rey. That's very Lana Del Rey coded. That whole, um, I don't know, just that combination. A silly little coffee and a pastry. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like a fresh pastry from a bakery with a coffee. (gasps) Wow. Love. Sitting on my little sister's bed while she's getting ready or in my mum's passenger seat and talking. Lifting heavy shit at the gym. Stargazing just reminds me how we literally live on a floating rock. Reality checks me. I love this. I really want to stargaze. I actually, right, so there's this bit basically in a room in my house, right? It's on the top floor. And originally there was only the one skylight in the room. And I just thought, wow, that's like, I don't know, for a room of this size to only have one skylight, like, it's going to be really dark in here. What can I do about this? Like, it's probably way too expensive to get a whole other window put in. And then I realized, so it had like little cupboard doors like along the ground, you know, kind of like those little doors that you push open and it opens up into attic space and you can just like kind of chuck, it's just good for storage. You can chuck in suitcases and stuff like that. Um, it doesn't have proper flooring or anything. It's literally just like, what do you call them? Oh my God, I don't know. My brain's not working right now. I can't remember the words. It's not like properly floored. You can literally just kind of like chuck boxes and stuff in it anyway. And basically when you opened one side of them, there was a skylight in the attic space. And I was thinking, what can we do about this? Because that window is like completely going to waste, just kind of, you know, letting light into the attic space that's then closed into the bedroom. So when the joiner came around, I showed him it and I was like, do you think it'd be possible to like build out to that and have almost like a little tunnel that runs out to the skylight and then has doors on the side so you can still access the attic space, but you've got a tunnel of light coming in from the skylight and then I can get it carpeted. And he was like, yeah, no problem. There's me thinking it was going to be like really tricky. And he was like, no, that's so easy. So we did that. And then when I was getting the new carpets, I got that bit carpeted. So now it's like a full carpeted tunnel with a skylight at the bottom of it, right? And I was thinking, this is like a perfect stargazing spot. Like you can literally lie backwards with your feet poking out the bottom, like into the room and your head gazing up at the skylight and you could start his how cute would that be i haven't done it yet but i'll update you when i do putting on headphones and talking to myself in public but pretending i'm on the phone (laughs) i can't say i've ever done that reality tv 
nothing like getting stuck into a good reality tv program which reminds me i am really far behind on the kardashians i think i've only watched the first two episodes and i'm pretty sure the series is done now isn't it going on a run while listening to your podcast oh thank you that's so weird to think i'm in your ears while you're on a run (laughs) oh i love that journaling and a hot chocolate cups of tea and my electric blanket breath work dancing oh yes dancing is the best therapy dupe like if you're not a dancer because anyone listening to this that is a dancer knows that moving their body like that is literally the best therapy dupe but if you're not a dancer and you just think oh but I can't dance literally don't worry about not being able to properly dance dance like just because you couldn't go to a dance class and follow a class does not mean you can't blast some tunes in the morning and move your body around in some weird way that feels right do you know what I mean like it is so cathartic to dance in the morning get your body moving like that and I literally couldn't recommend it more little (laughs) yep I love that place every time I'm anxious I clean my whole house it puts the energy into something good crying in the car whilst driving and the music blaring definitely not safe but cures the sad yeah I've done this so much to the point that I've actually had to pull in because I've thought yeah this is actually really dangerous and I can't see the road so I'm gonna pull in and try and get over this on the side of the road (laughs) using my vibrator fair sunflower sessions in Dublin it's a non-alcoholic event with yoga and jam sessions and it's the next best thing wow that sounds incredible I would love to experience that. M&S treats. Yep, like the big tubs. Oh, doing like a, you know, when you're like sitting in on a Saturday night and you're like, oh, shall we go get some dinner from M&S and some snacks? I'm going all out because you're like, you know what? I'm going to take the money I would spend on a night out and I'm going to spend it on M&S food. I'm going to get that pizza and I'm going to get those loaded dirty fries and I'm going to get tubs of all the sweet treats and cookies and all the fun crisps. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with doing that. Oh my god, wait, this is so interesting. Don't label your feelings until after you've exercised, eaten, showered and been outside slash slept. That way you can rule out misidentifying with a feeling because you're tired, hungry or stuck. (gasps) I love that. Because I think so often I'll wake up and maybe you just like feel a bit groggy and down and straight away you're like, it's a bad day. You know, this is a, I'm having a bad day. I'm in a bad mood. I'm sad today. I'm angry today or whatever it is. So I love the idea of actually just being like, no, I'm not putting a label on this just yet until I do all these things and then we'll, then we'll think about it. Because the reality is that after you do all those things, you'll probably, I mean, I would say eight times out of 10 probably be grand i'm actually i'm gonna screenshot that right this very second tattoos true girls night i'm so excited for a girls night i haven't had a girls night in so long the way things have worked out recently there's just been a few that have been cancelled but there's some coming up over christmas and i'm honestly so excited about it gratitude journaling has genuinely saved my life it shows you positives 24 7 Having an oat flat white alone in a cafe after a long run. Lots of people saying running. Vinted, Depop, matcha matcha and a little more matcha. (laughs) Watching Bridget Jones Diary, guys, is it criminal that I've never watched Bridget Jones Diary? I feel like there's so many movies I just have never watched. 
I'm so bad for watching movies, as I said. Or as I've literally told you so many times, I just watch the same movies over and over again. Unless I go to the cinema. Making Pinterest boards, yeah. That's on like the same level as making lists on your phone. I feel like Pinterest are kind of like visual lists, you know? They're mood boards. They like organize your brain. And everything shower, full skincare routine, diffuser on, fresh sheets and cute rom-com. Here for the crack podcast. Guys, I love this. <laughs> um, Jim, buying jelly cats. So true. A big cry. Oh, cracking open a can of Diet Coke. Yep, 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 yep. And it's got to be ice cold. Reading poetry. Reading over old text messages and feeling grateful for all the people I love. Oh, I love this. You know what? I actually do this sometimes as well because when anyone sends me a nice message, I do that thing on WhatsApp where you star it and then you can go back, right? If you click on the person, like if you click on their name in your chat, then you can view starred messages and then it means you can just scroll through all the lovely messages that you've saved. A whole day in your room watching Grey's Anatomy with tea and chocolate. Singing Hannah Montana or some form of inner teen music while driving. Yeah, Hannah Montana, High School Musical, uh, Camp Rock, anything from that era. Post-work yoga followed by a glass of wine. Not a care in the world after that little routine. Adult colouring in books. Ceramic classes. My head just goes completely quiet. It's so therapeutic. Would love to do this. But I feel like I'd be so bad at it. Like one time I did have a go on one of those whales and... It was not good. The thing went flying off. Performing a concert in my room at 3am, going from Adele to rock with no in-between. Yep. Making pancakes while playing that song from Matilda in the background. <gasps> Is it the, oh my, do 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 do, oh my, is it that? Am I getting it? Because <laughs> she said, I hope you get me, so I really hope I've got you. Wait, that actually sounds like a really nice experience. I want to do that this weekend making playlists yep on the same page as making pinterest boards and making lists making playlists is up there as well vape and a coffee <laughs> treating myself to a j and a boojum okay guys there are so many more but i'm gonna leave it there thank you for sending me in your therapy dupes i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode i can't believe that this is the last time i'm gonna speak to you before christmas what the actual fuck in my head, there was going to be like another two episodes where I get to speak to you before Christmas. It's literally come out of nowhere. Wait, let me check. Oh, next week's episode is due to come out actually on Christmas Day. Let me know if you want me to put it out on Christmas Day because Christmas Day is on the Monday. Or if you would rather, I can wait and maybe release it on Boxing Day. Because I feel like, is anyone going to listen to a podcast on Christmas Day? I don't know. You guys let me know. Tell me what you think, because if you still want it out on the Monday, your girl can get it out on the Monday. I just don't know if it'd be a bit pointless, because I feel like everyone's busy on Christmas Day. Anyway, let me know. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you all have a gorgeous Christmas. Merry Christmas. If you did enjoy this week's episode, remember to give me a little five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on your social media. I want to see it on your Instagram stories and in your TikToks. It's the best thing ever when I see that. 
leave a little comment on Spotify. If you swipe up, it'll say, what did you think of this week's episode? Tell me if you want next week's episode on Christmas Day. And also tell me what your therapy dupes are. I want to know. As always, thank you all so much for your continued love and support on the podcast. It means the absolute world to me. I hope you're all enjoying the festivities. I will speak to you next week. Love you lots. Bye.